I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. We are talking business moves today. Business moves with our favorite business lawyer, Asha Wilkinson. Asha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So entrepreneurship is a topic that comes up often on the podcast because in our community, we have so many different levels of entrepreneurs from hospitality industry to technology to high growth scalable businesses. And we want to make sure that everyone is armed with the right information to succeed. And today's topic, I think, is incredibly relevant because we're always hearing about this idea of raising capital and fundraising and understanding when to go out and raise capital. So I want to ask you if you can share with us five major points to ask before you take on an investor. Absolutely. And I'll just start by saying that a lot of people want money, but some of y'all ain't ready to take on the money. Oh my gosh. Say that again, Asha. Oh, this is going to be my favorite segment. Right. We want money, but we're not always ready to take on that money. Right. So the first question I want you to ask is really, what do you want out of this transaction? And are you ready to receive it. So you need a plan for if someone's going to give you money, they want to know that you've been working already, that mm -hmm. you're likely to succeed, and they want to know exactly what you're going to do with the money that they put into your business. So what is it that you want? Do you just want oh, money? You know, and this is so like, I want to pause you right there. 
Because I think what's happened is in the world, like entrepreneurship, startups, technology, everyone's talking about raising money. Everyone is also talking about, and without question, there is a huge disparity in the amount of funding that goes to black and female entrepreneurs. It's less than 2%. And that statistic is predominantly in the tech world, but it also makes a lot of people go, well, where I need to raise money. And so I think like if we back out of this, the question again, to your point is like, who needs to raise money when and why and what type of money, you know? And so like, this is, this is, these are the conversations that we need to have right now so that we have an understanding of like, does this apply to me? Um, so what type of businesses are you seeing that are going out and actively in need of raising money? Yeah. So I, a lot of tech businesses, of course, we hear about mm-hmm. that all the time, but there are other companies that I work with like retail companies. And the key is, is you're scaling up. Right. It's not. Yes. There are some groups that are going to give you money to get your business off the ground, but those are lo- more local grassroots organizations. When yep. you're talking about really raising money, it's because you have tested an idea, put it to market, and now you need more capital to make it bigger. To, to scale. make that significant jump to scale, uh, you know, and look, Asha, thank you for saying that because it's not just like, I got a lot of people who are like, I have an idea. I would like to give you a whole lot of money so that I can work on my idea. And right. then I can be an entrepreneur on a beach. Like all those people that just look like <laughs> entrepreneurship is super easy. Like that is not how right. it goes. Nope. Only on Instagram, but not, Only not on Instagram. <laughs> totally. I mean, think about it. If your little nephew or little niece asks you yep. for some money because they're working on a project, you are going to be 10 times more likely to give them the money if they've shown you what they have done so far yes. and can show you where the gap is. They need some more paint, some more glue, some more tools, right? Think of yourself as that little niece or nephew that is working really hard on this project and needs a little bit of help to get to the next level. Yes. Yes. And I think one of the things that is really important to understand is the type of money you're getting. So you mentioned, um, you know, oftentimes there's some local organizations that are supportive in terms of helping you to maybe take small business loans to buy real estate or, you know, cover the rent on a property and you go to a small business loan and that's a small loan and you'll pay it back. The other side is when you're hearing these people who are getting $10 million in funding to build a high growth, scalable company. And again, what that means is if you're going to take $10 million of venture capital, you need to pay that back to the tune of about 10 X the return. This is not about philanthropy where I'm giving you money to just, you know, hopefully you'll just build your dream. You need to be able to prove that you will pay this money back. It's a very, detailed outline of this business transaction of how you're going to be able to make those investors their money back at 10x, 20x. I mean, I'll take 100x. Okay, (laughs) right. And you're right. It's not free. So I think the next question to ask is Mm. what are you willing to give up? Right. Mm-hmm. Are you because because the venture capitalists aren't just giving you money and letting you take it to the next level. They're yes. going to if I'm giving you ten million dollars, a mil, if I'm giving you ten dollars, I probably want to know that I'm going to have a little bit of influence because yeah. I have some skill that I bring to the table. And so you have to really think about before you take on that money. What are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up some control? Yes. Are you willing to to allow this investor to do the marketing or to do whatever it is that they have their expertise in? Are you willing to give up a percentage of your company if it's an equity investment? Yep. What are you actually willing to give up? Because if you haven't done it yet, 
the chances of you just getting the money and being able to run with it solo are slim to none. You know, it's like yeah. not very likely. So what is the exchange? What is the money worth to you? Not just in monetary value, but in terms of time, mentorship, commitment, things like that. And this, what are you willing to give up question is a lot deeper because with that will come information on what type of term sheet you're going to get, what are the conditions to which the loan money is offered, how much equity you're going to give up. Are you giving up board seats to people who will then have input and be able to help vote on um, how your company can grow and scale and make critical decisions? Like there is a price to be paid here. So it's definitely something that you want to do your research on and understand down to the last little detail, what you are giving up when you are taking outside capital or investment from other people. Absolutely. So then the next question is, do you really need to get an equity investment or can you just borrow the money through more mm -hmm. traditional routes, right? Yep. Whether it's through a bank or maybe some friends who are just going to give you a traditional type of loan where instead of giving up a piece of ownership in your company, you have agreed to pay it back at some kind of interest rate. So, you know, equity could be great. It's not free. A mm -hmm. loan could also be great, also not free, but the stakes are probably a little bit lower on yep. just a traditional loan than on an equity investment. So that's a good question to ask yourself. You know, and there's also you know, a lot of different organizations that help get you access to capital in different ways. Mm -hmm. If you have something, you know, if you have a restaurant, you have real estate, you can take loans against that because it's an asset. Um, mm -hmm. If you are, you know, have a product or something and you need to raise money to buy more products, sometimes you can get loans that are, is based upon that. So there's just different debt equity loans as opposed to the traditional venture capital route. And I say this because oftentimes I think people get really discouraged because they are barking up the wrong trees when they're looking for capital and they're getting no, no, no. And mm -hmm. so, you know, take the time to really research your business and your industry to make sure that you're looking for capital in the right places. It'll save right. you a lot of time. It'll save you a lot of ego mm -hmm. and it'll save you a lot of no's along the way. Right. Absolutely. And ask them why they said no, because yeah. that's an opportunity to go back and refine what your pitch is, refine something in your business. You know, maybe it's it's a no today, but that's useful information. So that tomorrow can be a yes. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of angel investing myself into like early stage um, seed rounds as well. And, mm -hmm. you know, just for my philosophy, I like revenue. I like companies that have shown me revenue. They've proven mm -hmm. um, that there are customers willing to pay for it. You know, there's other people who were like pre-revenue. They don't care. They're like, hey, if right. I like your idea, I'll, I'll buy into it. So you, you can sort of learn a lot from asking these folks these conversations and save yourself mm -hmm. a lot of heartbreak as well. Of 100%, 100%. The next question to ask is how long will this relationship last? You know, how, like, who is the person, and we're probably asking ourselves that in a lot of situations, but who is this person or this group, right? And how long do I actually want to be tied to them? So how long, you know, do I want, if it's equity, it's going to be a much longer relationship, maybe yes. forever, than if it's a traditional loan. So that is something that's important to consider, especially if you um, don't get along very well. And, and you probably won't go into business with someone you don't get along with. But if you know that they've got some skill and you kind of need a third party and intermediary to help you work with that. That's something you should consider before you sign yourself up with mm -hmm. money and a contract mm -hmm. to work with Absolutely. this person or this group for a long period of time. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, something you said in there really resonated with me, and it was this idea of like getting along with investors or people that are going to be intimately involved in your business. And, you know, this happens in sort of two ways. Like oftentimes you'll see people who who bring on advisors and they give them a little chunk of the company. It could be either 0.5%, could be more, depends on the terms. But, you know, you want, there's other ways to add value to your company. And I think you need to be very cognizant of what these people will bring to the table because it is a long relationship. You know, it is not a quickie. It's not a one night stand. We're not talking about Tinder here. This is like a marriage. So you want to make sure that you get married to the right people that can help you achieve your goals. So in particular, when you're taking money from other people, whether it's friends and family, look for people who have expertise in the area that you're building. So if you're building something that is, you know, in telecom or on phones or something like that, go after people who have worked for 20 years at AT AT&T or something, and they can offer you really great advice and mentorship. And at that point, you know, you might have to offer them a point um, in your company so that it's worth their time, but it, it'll, it'll, it'll really help and pay off in the long run. Absolutely. And try not to duplicate things, right? Like if I brought someone into my business who's exactly like me, well, now we're still reaching the same audience. We have the same skill set. We're not growing, right? So as much as sometimes it's uncomfortable to say, well, I don't really know something about this area. I need help in this area. That's exactly where you want to bring people onto your team Mm -hmm. because then you are expanding the expertise of the business and the reach of the business. If you duplicate, you just duplicate, right? You don't want to duplicate. You want to, you know, grow exponentially by reaching different people in different areas with different skill sets. Um, You know, this actually just makes me think of some other things. You know, we've seen a lot of this influencer marketing right now where, Mm -hmm. you know, people are building companies and they need eyeballs, they need attention on their product. And they know that, you know, based on the name or the brand of influencers, they can get ahead and hopefully drive eyeballs to their product. Um, That's an interesting thing. And I think, again, Asha, with your expertise of contracts and this, where it's so important, you know, if you're going after an influencer to get things in writing. You are going to do this moving forward, whether it's on a monthly basis. Um, so it can really be outlined and they can, you know, I think it becomes very clear on both people's sides, what the expectation of what the deliverables are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And the more people you bring onto your team, you know, you have to think about the reputation of the people that you're working with, right? And we all have our lives as individuals. And so how does that reflect on the company? And that's not saying don't do it. It's just saying be really choosy. Be just as choosy with your marketing partners and influencers as you are with people you're taking money from because you have to continue to work with them and you all are a reflection of each other. So make sure it's at the level that you want it to be at. Absolutely. I love that. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. 
Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. What else? In addition to money, have we missed anything else? We talked about, you know, influencers being able to bring eyeballs, perhaps different markets. Um, What are other things that investors bring to the table that we should pay attention to? Yeah, it's really about opening the door and being able to get you, you know, out of your present situation into the next level. And a lot Mm. of that requires some humility. You know, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they have a different experience. They've been where you are trying to go. So it does take a little bit to say, okay, I've got this idea. I've built it this far, but now I need to humble myself and take on the expertise in addition to these dollars, but take on the expertise of folks and, you know, take what's true and leave the rest. Right. But keep, Mm -hmm. keep working together, keep building. And eventually you'll get to where you're trying to go. I love that, Asha. This was really great. You know, I think these are a lot of questions that people need to know before they decide to take on an investor, um, before you're giving up a little piece of your baby, your company. um, And you need to really approach it from a very well-versed standpoint. So I appreciate you having uh, your two cents on here and your legal view as to what's important before you take on an investor. Asha, thank you so much for helping us today with Business Moves here on the Money Moves podcast. And can you let our audience know where they can reach you and find you on social media. Of course. Come hang out with me on Instagram, Asha Wilkerson, ESQ. All right, Money Movers, that's all the time we have for today, but make sure you follow Asha on all of her social media handles and make sure to tune in Monday through Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to the financial freedom you so rightly deserve. 
Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's brand new season two i'm marissa thalberg and i'm stephen wolf Bedeta, and we're excited to be back having bigger bolder and always real conversations Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.